Hey everybody, welcome back to a new episode of the Maddie Chipper Podcast. Wow, I look different because I'm sitting at a TV dinner table. It's exciting. Um, thank you for clicking the link to watch this. Feel free to leave a comment, like, subscribe. If there's a new feature on YouTube I'm unfamiliar with, feel free to do that. If you can report this, go ahead and do that because at this point, nothing matters. Um... This is a Christmas episode. I'm excited to dig in. We're going to get talking about elves, why their heights are the way they are. We're going to talk about snow. We're going to talk about Santa Claus. Is he racist? We're not sure. We're going to dig into some hot topics. But first, I have some tour dates I do want to tell you guys about. October. Well, I'm already having a stroke. Um, January 24th, I'll be in Atlanta. Get tickets. January 26th, I'll be in Nashville. You should probably stop by there. Uh, February 3rd, I'll be in Boston for two shows. That'll be exciting. Um, April 20th, if we're going to go this far out, like I'm not going to have 400 episodes from now until then. I'll probably have one other one. But uh, I will be in Denver, and at the end of April, I'll be uh, or April 12th and 13th, I'll be in Iowa and April 20th, I'll be in Denver. Those are the shows. They're probably going to change. If they don't change, get tickets. Just get tickets regardless. We'll figure out. We'll fi- we'll work it out. Okay, guys. Um, that being said, welcome to a new episode of the Maddie Chimber Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. New episode. How you doing? It's exciting to be back. I have just a new vibe, a new energy, perfect timing for the end of the year. What a what a what a convenience, huh? Right right when the year's about to end, I'm getting real uh real antsy wanted to get on here and do an episode, but you know what? I think you guys deserved it and I deserved it. I need a just I got a lot on my plate, a lot on my chest, a lot on my What's another surface that people have a lot on? I don't know. A lot on your plate, your chest, your mind, your ass. A lot on my let's let's see what Google fills in. I got a lot on my uh mind cardi lyric. Oh, Playboy Cardi has a song called that. Oh, that's convenient. But um first things first, let's just get into the thick of this. I'm leaving my job again. Guys, I it's time to just dig into comedy. I said this in the past, I don't even know what episode it was, but long story short. Two summers ago now, it seems crazy it was that far away, quit my job. I told them, you know what, I need to focus on social media, I need to focus on stand-up, I need to focus on myself, my girlfriend, my family. I didn't say all this, I just said comedy, but they kind of got the gist. And I did it, and I worked, and I was doing comedy full-time for three months, and then... My greedy little uh, money-grubbing ass got offered a job at my old, old company, and I took it back because I thought I can do things that two things at once. We're always very positive. We think our days are 48 hours long, and our, brain, our bandwidth is fiber optic. I don't know. What's the new one for AT&T? Whatever the new one they're pushing on us, like they're not all the same, and they're all dog shit. But um, I thought I can do it all, and uh, that was last November. Worked, tried doing comedy, tried doing social media, touring, and uh, I'm at the point where I'm burnt out. I got burnt out because I prioritized them over myself, and I finally had an epiphany. I was laying in bed uh, next to my girlfriend. <laughs> she was conveniently on my side of the bed. Mandy Martino's over here, by the way. I, I'm not looking at a stranger. That's my girlfriend, Mandy Martino. We're going to get her on camera next week. She... We just, it's my fault. 
No, no, no other, nothing else to say. It's, I'm not going to make an excuse like she didn't want to be on it or anything like that. We just, I fucked up. I fucked up. That's the name of this episode. I, I fucked up. I shouldn't have went back to work. I got fucking caught up in the cash, dude. Money, money, cash rules everything around me. Cream. That's a song by Wu-Tang Clan. I'm just, I, I have the computer here. I feel the need to touch it every five minutes. But um, I went back. I got really burnt out. Rightfully so. I mean, social media these days, sadly enough, is a full-time job, and I couldn't juggle that. So I was putting that off, going to do shows. I was busting my ass, writing as much as I could. But in my opinion, I felt like, although the shows were still good, I know I'm promoting my shows. I need you to come out. I could have been better. I could have written more. I could have developed jokes further. And, uh, yeah, over the last few months, I just realized I need to quit. I need to tell them, you know what, what, I'm not making your dreams come true. That's like one of those motivational speakers on Instagram where they go, you're going to make your dreams true or some other guys. And I was making some other guys. Great guy, by the way. I don't want to make it seem like he's not a guy worth having dreams lived out. But, you know, it's, you got to, at some point, you got to put yourself forward. And, uh, but you got to be financially responsible about it. So I will give myself um, – they call me Mr. Devil's Advocate. I can't say one thing without having an argument in my brain, which I think is early onset schizophrenia. But I had to get the money situation right, which is more than enough. Humble brag. But I, uh, it's good now. I'm ready to go. I'm going to leave next month. My mom's texting me, don't do it. <laughs> my mom's not thrilled. I don't know. She's not, she's not going to watch this. My mom – she just, she, my mom's an old fashioned mom. She wants me to just, you know, she, I don't know if she's a boomer. Is she a boomer? But she basically, what is a boomer's age? How old, old are boomers? I feel like boomer. Oh, wow. They're 77. Boomers are 69 oh, yeah. to 77. Oh, there's boomers one and two. So my mom is a, no, she's a boomer too. Generation Jones. <laughs> What are we doing with the fucking naming of ages now? We never did that. And now that everybody, I mean, when our grandparents were around, where they were, well, you're, uh, you post war nerds need to shut up. I feel like boomers came around because of the baby boom, because I guess after the war, everybody was so horny, they couldn't stop nutting in each other. And, uh, and then now we're just stuck to naming things. What's, what's after, we have Gen X, millennials, Gen Z. What's going to be after that? Just noises. Uh. I like how we just shit on every generation getting younger. Like, you're a bunch of pussies. You got it easy. You're like, if technology is doing its job, which it is, it should be easier. Why are we shocked that it's it's easier? But, um, my mom wants me. She's an old, not old-fashioned. I don't want to accept that. But she's old and she's fashionable. So... <laughs> She uh, she wants me to work, and it's been a t- and it's been a, a a tough tough time to come to terms with that. Leaving a job is not just like hey fuck you. It's kind of like a big deal in the sense that you kind of want to check all the boxes of like getting people to accept it, even though and maybe that's highlighting that I should be more uh, confident with my decision making. I felt like I had to kind of ask permission, but there's some people in your life you want to accept your your path and whatever you're doing. And some family members are kind of just they're They want you to work, save your money, fucking watch TV at night, go on vacations on cruises. I mean, they want that life. And you're like, I'm not that guy. I'm like a Disney movie and it's a, uh, the animals different. And I, 
and they're like, we're all going to stay here and for all like foxes. We're all going to stay here and eat cats. And I'm like, I want to go dance. <laughs> That's me. I'm this fox that wants to dance. Um, so I, I'm leaving next month. I'm going to dig into social media, which I'm terrified of because I'm like, I'm leaving my, I don't want to have a boss. And then social media is like, well, I'm going to be your boss and I'm going to be way more unfair than your bosses now. That's what it is. Watched a video on burning out today, and they're like, symptoms of being burnt out are you feel like there's too much work, it's unfair, you're not getting recognized. Uh, like everything they said, I go, this is social media. Like it's literally explaining what social media is. It's unfair, unjustified. Certain people get rewarded that shouldn't be. Uh, they're all pieces of shit, and they steal. Um, but... I'm ready to take it on. You know, when you grow up, people, I don't know how old a lot of you are or what you're doing with your lives, but and whether you want to pursue something or not or try something, you get to an age in your life where you're like, hey, I might as well do it now. I don't want to be 50 and, you know, laying in bed with Mandy as she sits there snoring, um, being like, wow, I could have, I should have tried it then. And guess what? We're trying it now. So here we are, but that's. Enough of the sad news. It's not sad news. It's exciting news. I'm excited um, to do that, but uh, that's that's where we're at. So, outside of that, I mean, we're we got a lot of shit going. Mandy's uh, killing it online. Check her out at Mandy Martino. Uh, she's posting like an animal. She's very it's very motivating. She's working hard, and I'm on the couch surfing TikTok. Uh, just watch. She was editing a video, and I was watching. 12 ways to break down a chicken. <laughs> I like that. So I like my thing. Everyone's like, oh, you're on your phone a lot. And I'm like, well, I like I use it as like micro learning. I'm not like just watching people fall downstairs and get hit by cars or whatever terrible things. I watch somebody get shot on TikTok or Twitter. I'm like, OK, we're we're done with that. But I like to learn things. And a lot of them are food and a lot of those Tips and tricks are, you know, keeping Mandy around. So I gotta kind of, I gotta, I gotta keep up, guys. She's, she's hungry. <laughs> she's a hungry girl. Um, anyways, but we're trying to get things going. We got the holidays. This is the Christmas episode. I'm wearing red, not for any other reason. And uh, I want to do some fun things. But before I get into the fun, I just want to kind of, uh, you know, we're we're going we're going to be traveling. We're going to Florida for a week. That's always fun to go to a hot weather place for a winter season. It's bizarre for me. I mean, I'm not used to seeing people in shorts around Christmas unless it was like that bizarre Christmas card people sent where Santa's on like a surfboard. And I'm like, let's not do that. Let's not do Santa in hot weather. I can't accept that. Santa, the Santa I know is freezing his ass off in the snow with his dwarf community whatever however that became a part we just watched Willy Wonka and it's interesting I wonder if there's an origin story of where the elves came about how did Santa's elves originate there we go it's gonna be fucking where do we go where did Santa's elves originate origin the origins of the elves are said to be derived from Norse mythology, which refers to Alpha. Okay, this is already way deeper than I thought it was going to be. I think I'm like, he found him in candy cane trees. And I'm like, uh, some sort of mythological thing, which refers to the Alpha, also known as Huldalfolk, hidden folk. The elf character is most likely to have combined and combined this North legend with other Scandinavian and Celtic cultures and myths regarding elves, fairies, and 
Okay. Where the fuck did Santa's elves come from? The story of Christmas elves and elves in general has a root in Germanic and Scandinavian. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Is that just not the most serious origin story? That sounds like the Dark Knight. I'm talking about Santa, the guy who, you know, eats fucking eight million cookies a night. And I'm just like, where does where does crew come from? Just make up a silly one. Um, but you know, we're uh you know, Santa's also good, but yeah, we're going to Florida. Speaking, of, but you know, I will say I'll lend an olive branch. Mandy's dad, shout out to Dan Martino, is by far one of the most. He's Santa. I mean, I think I, I when I say your dad's Santa, I've never met somebody who finds so much joy in Christmas. I mean, your their front yard will pull up a picture, and maybe some videos if we can get some are just it's it's a front yard from a movie. I mean, it's you can't help but just. Dance? No, I'm just kidding. I never danced there. But like, he's got the lights, the things. People are driving by. I mean, and then you think it ends there, and then you go inside, and it's more just—it's very nostalgic. I feel like I'm in like a—it kind of just feels like you're in like a, like a, some sort of warm scene. I don't know what are like like what are those like? Uh, uh, there was like uh, my grandma used to have like. Like a not nativity, but it was some sort of like Christmas scene painting. I feel like it was like a ah, fuck me in the ass. Sorry, that's not what I should be saying right now. There's a term for a, a painter who painted really wholesome scene. Painter who painted whole scenes. Norman Rockwell. So your dad's inside of his house. Norman Rockwell. I said, <laughs> I went to I went to type Norman Rockwell, and I said, and then Google's like, do you mean normal blood pressure? I'm like, not yet. <laughs> Just give me a week of being unemployed, and I'll tell you. Christmas. Here we go. Norman Rockwell Christmas. Yeah, it's very jolly. You know, it's all that stuff. But anyway, so we're going to, although I feel like I'm going into a non-Christmas climate, I'm meeting possibly the new santa of 2024 and beyond your dad should just dye his hair white he should just can he grow a beard can the martino men grow beards your brother kind of can but your dad seems he's so clean shaven i couldn't fathom it but um yeah anyways and then we go to connecticut where the weather and the attitude are very christmasy in the sense that it's cold and people are angry and pissed they have to buy a lot of gifts so that's we're going there but um one of the fun things I wanted to do, I mean, this is fun for me. I We were on the couch yesterday, and uh, they were playing a bunch of Christmas movies, and I was like, man, I go, there's so many, and I want to kind of see what, I want to rank the best Christmas movies. I feel like there's so many floating out there, and nobody's really taken the liberty to do that. So to get into character, I think I'm going to just, uh, you know, I got to get into character. So I want to snap, but that's Rick Glassman's thing. He 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 took over the... The the transformation, but all right, guys. And I'll do a clap. All right, guys. Well, for the sake of clipping this, guys, I'm gonna review the top five Christmas movies in my opinion, and I need to get into characters. So, oh, guys, look at this. You got to get into character on old Maddie Kringle's back in the mix, guys. Let's 
review some Christmas movies. These are all my opinion. If you think I'm wrong, feel free to leave a comment below. Um, in my opinion, the number one Christmas. Let's start with five. I want to start with the fifth best Christmas movie, in my opinion, is the movie Elf. Elf, by far, is in the top five. It's a it's a great movie. It's about an elf who was abandoned, and he was raised in the North Pole. I think I, like I'm explaining this. I was trying to find a funny, sad part. I mean, the fact that these all these movies require abandonment and some sort of neglect is interesting to me. But hey, you need a you need an arc in movies. I've learned a lot. I've signed with Brillstein Entertainment. Thanks, guys. Love all the work you're throwing me. Uh, <laughs> they're not. Um, but anyways, you got you need an arc. So anyways, Elf's about a guy who was abandoned because his parents are terrible. He was sent to the North Pole. They raised him. No one told him he was different until he got completely bullied to the point where he ran away. And then he found uh, a girl who lived alone, and she was 40, and they had bad coffee and sang together. But it's a great movie. So number number five is Elf. Number four on the Maddie Chimber top Christmas movie list is Grinch. Grinch is a great movie. It's about 45 minutes long. <laughs> we turned it on the other day, and I went to make a meatloaf, and I looked up, and I was like, well, that's over. I didn't realize. But The Grinch is about some sort of a troll creature who lives in the woods, has a house in a cave on a mountain. Nobody in the Who like, Whoville likes him. He sneaks down and rummages through their clothes and belongings, stealing things. And then through the joy of Christmas, they come together have a big feast. They refer to refer to roast beef as roast beast, which I always thought was an interesting part of that movie. And that's number four. Number three on the Maddie Timber Top Christmas movie list is a, a Frosty the Snowman. Good movie, old cartoon. I love old cartoons. I, the Elf was new. I love a nice old Christmas movie. And Frosty the Snowman is a good one. Uh, if you guys know what Frosty the Snowman is, some boy had no friends, and he decided to make a snowman, put all the fixins on it, the carrot for the nose, a corncob pipe and a button nose, and two eyes made out of coal. It's like the Big Mac song. Twelve beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a snowman's head um but anyways he made the snowman they were having fun he's a great guy age gap no one brought up kind of weird frosty was a grown man and the boy was a boy but anyways they were friends and they were going around and then one day he wanted frosty to stay and he put him in a greenhouse and he melted and i remember that was that was a sad moment that was i remember being a kid being like oh that's dying dying is when the, they went away and they couldn't, and everyone's like, you'll remember him. You'll remember the joy of him. And then he came back the following year, and Frosty the Snowman is number three on the list. Number two on Maddie Chimber's, uh, sorry. Boy, I'm really killing the momentum of this one. Um, what the heck happened? Okay, guys, sorry. Uh, number two on Maddie Chimber's Christmas movie countdown is a year without a santa claus did you ever see a year without a santa claus it's a claymation movie um pretty self-explanatory where i'll read the description i know what it is but 
when a weary and discouraged Santa Claus considers skipping his Christmas Eve run one year, Miss Claus and his elves set out to change his mind. It's a very old, very old uh, claymation movie. It's 1974. I'm making it seem like it was like the 50s. Nonetheless, uh, great movie. I can't remember a lot about it, but I do know that when I sit down and watch it, I enjoy the heck out of it. I think the claymation movies are the best. Yeah, was that one with Yukon Cornelius? No, no, that wasn't. Uh, the Abominable Snowman was Rudolph. The Red no, number one on Maddie Chambers' top five Christmas movies is Rudolph the Red News Reindeer. <laughs> number one on Maddie Chambers' top five Christmas movie list is Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. What a classic. I'm talking the old one, the claymation one. Is Year Without a Santa Claus? Is Rudolph in that? Ah, oh, motherfuck. Okay. It looks like it's the same movie. Am I fucking... Because Rudolph might be... Yeah. Uh, okay, guys. I'm kind of freaking out right now. Um, <laughs> Let's find the difference. Because Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer... Uh, red. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer had a very shiny nose. Rudolph. Remember like when in elementary school, you'd always add like lyrics? What was the lyrics? Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer had a very shiny nose like a light bulb. You're like, yeah. I'd imagine being the teacher, being like, shut the fuck up and sing the damn song. Reindeer. Um, no, no, it's a claymation one that I'm talking about. And then the, that one, exactly, I'm right, because that one had uh, the little kid um, who wanted to be a dentist, and that was his friend. They both ran away. Very uh, elf similar, in my opinion. So, Rudolph is number one. I like that one the best. There's a scene in Rudolph, though, where he went to the land of misfit toys. And Santa, at the end of the movie, Santa is dishing out the um, the toys. He's kind of tossing them and everything. And I remember <laughs> they all have umbrellas. And then one, there was one of the characters, it was a bird who can't fly. And he takes it and throws it out of the sleigh without an umbrella and me and my sister caught on to that and we're like he just threw that poor thing off the damn the the sled oh my God. it's kind of messed up but um guys that's the top five <laughs> christmas movies coming to you live from santa i feel like i should re-say that part that could be funny we'll do uh, do it at the end but um yeah i mean christmas movie, that's the best i mean by far i don't like any new christmas movies i feel like new christmas movies are Mandy likes those. She likes all those like new rom coms where it's infidelity and cheating and and whatnot. But um, what are you gonna say? With the candles, the funniest new Christmas movie. Okay, Mandy. Here, let's hear Mandy's list. Number one, Christmas with the Campbells. New new film. Christmas with the Campbells. Yeah, I mean, I'll give it a shot. Uh, yeah, Justin Long's in it. He's a funny guy. So, guys, if you want to watch Mandy's recommendations for a brand new... I feel like just anything new Christmas, I don't know. I like things that were old when I was young. I love old Christmas songs. Like, new Christmas music is just bizarre to me. I feel like Mariah Carey got her foot... Got just lucked out with that song. <laughs> but, like, everything else, I mean, do, is there any other new Christmas song you can think of? Yeah. Sia? Mm -hmm. No. I mean, have I heard them? Yeah. Sia Christmas song. There's a whole album. 
Oh, Jesus Christ. Let's hear what this sounds like. I'm going to get flagged. Right here? Over it. All right, guys. Uh, I want, like, record scratching. Bing Crosby. Nat King Cole. Those old man names. You know what I'm saying? That's my favorite Christmas music. Mandy, I swear to God, if you say a new person. You asked for new ones. No, I said old. Oh, I said, I was saying, like, what are new ones that are popular? I mean, like, I mean, Michael Buble's whole career is based around Christmas. Let's be honest. <laughs> that guy has is completely irrelevant outside of the month of December. And everybody's like, he's great. I'm like, dude, he's a Christmas song guy. And then he just disappeared. Like, what does he do the rest of the year? I mean, I can tell. Like he's a, he's an event singer. He's not like a. I don't hate the guy. I mean, he does sound really old for his age. <laughs> he didn't say my favorite Christmas movie. Buble Christmas. What? Christmas vacation. Christmas vacation. Okay, so all right. I'm glad you brought that up because I have like a, I have a list of movies that I know people are gonna bring up. Like, okay, what you know? What about this and the other? So these are movies I'm acknowledging. It doesn't mean I like them. Christmas Vacation is on there. The Griswolds are too white trash for me to really dig into. I don't know why. Maybe call me a Connecticut guy, but like, I just never liked it. I felt like I don't hate it. It's not bad. If you wanted to put it on, I'd watch it. Uh, you know, because I'm trying. <laughs> you know, um, you know. No, no, I'm just kidding. Um, sorry, this beard is insanely itchy. So, anyways, that's one. Um, but that. Uh, a Christmas Story, never really bought into that. I don't know why. Christmas Story, I feel like Christmas Story is like uh, there's certain people who enjoy that movie, and I just don't. I've never been one. I mean, the whole shoot your eye, it just seems like it's too old of a movie for me. It's funny. I'm bitching that I like old stuff, and then that one I just I don't really get. Although me and Don DePetto, my buddy, were at uh, we were out at a bar once, and I met the guy from it he knows him randomly and he's all like grown up now and i'm which i mean obviously but he's like older and i was like don's like oh that's the guy from christmas story i'm like really and he's like and then i had to act like i liked it i didn't i didn't bring it up i was just like hey what's up nice to meet you it seems like a lot of people would give a shit who you are he looked old i mean it looked like him as an adult but really Peter Billingsley. Oh, did I meet Peter Billingsley? I, I met somebody from that movie, and I just don't really remember who the hell it was. Um, and then there's other movies, which I feel like they are they call them Christmas movies. I mean, I don't like... I've never seen this movie. I, you're going to lose your mind. I've never seen Die Hard. But people claim it's a Christmas movie. Home Alone. I like Home Alone. I wouldn't put it in my Christmas movie list. I mean, I get it. It's based around Christmas, but I think the whole silly part is the fact that the kid's left alone. I mean, yeah, it's still a lot of Christmas shit, but I don't think of it as a Christmas movie. And then... Um, People say that to be cool. Yeah, they say it to be cool. You're very right. And then lastly, uh, a movie that's not Christmas, but I guess it could be Christmas, uh, was uh, Catch Me If You Can, which we just watched, that two-and-a-half-hour movie of Will... Uh, Will of... Leonardo DiCaprio kind of, you know, just stealing from people, which I respect that. That would seem pretty exciting when he was just uh, 
just completely it's just an era i feel like back then you can just write do a fake check and just get away with it and now these days i'm like i'm trying to what was the old movie i didn't mention it's a wonderful life a wonderful life i never saw that though oh that's i what's the one where uh, uh something uh, miracle on fifth street 34 34th street I've seen that movie before. That's a good old old Christmas movie. I just don't. I guess I gotta just sit down. I should have sat down and actually like watched some of these before I did this. But I mean, whatever. The new thing's Christmas podcasting with guys who dress up like Santa Claus. This is called commitment. I'm getting lice from this beard. It's itching. I'm of a rash. But you know, anything to bring joy. I, Christmas. Oh, we set up our uh, tree, and I mean, it does feel good. There's a, there's a, I don't want to call it dopamine, but some sort of mental relaxation when you see like a tree with lights on it. It feels great. I mean, there's nothing more sad than taking your tree down. I feel like that's like a kind of depressing moment in the whole season of giving. But, you know, speaking of that, I mean, Christmas, but, you know, presence is, I'm just a, t- I, I was telling Mandy yesterday, I'm not bad at, I don't dislike buying gifts. I don't know what to buy people. Like, girls are such better gift givers than guys are. Like, girls, I mean, Mandy will buy me gifts and she's like, I noticed you glanced at that twice at a store three months ago. And I was like, you're kind of right. And then I, and I'm like, wow, I, there's zero, I, I mean, I, I can't watch people like that. And I mean, she last year even thought of a gift from my mom that was better than anything I could have thought of. It was that wagon because my mom brings my nephew to the beach. And I was like, that's a great gift. And now I'm sitting here. I just try to throw money at people and hope they enjoy it. I just, every year, my theory with my mom is like, oh, can I buy her something more expensive than the previous year? So she has to really like it. That's my trick. I bought her a Vitamix one year. This year I got her AirPods, so I got to get her new something else. Um, doing without Mandy got her iPad. I'm just trying to just, I'm gonna, it's just gonna build. I just buy her a house, and I'm like, all right, well, never moving here on out. It's gonna get pretty sad, but um, yeah, I don't know. Gift giving's hard. It's tough. I mean, Santa just fucked it up for everyone else. There's nothing. I mean, I feel like as the years go on, the build up to Christmas is way more exciting than Christmas ever is. I mean, I'm never in. Sometimes Christmas, I'm not to be like negative, but I'm like that night and the day itself are a little underwhelming. It's the build up for a month. It's like there's so much hype around it. I mean, Starbucks is putting out Christmas shit. You know, fucking Halloween, we're trick or treating by a uh, Starbucks with you know Christmas stuff going on. Everything's hyped up. That's what I like. I mean, I. I feel like I that's that applies to everything in life. The build up to stuff is just so more rewarding than the part. Like you ever go to a party and you're like, "Man, I've been looking forward to this a whole week." Everything about it's got it's getting you through the week. The pregame's fun and then you get there and you're like, "Sucks. It's not even fun." That's how it was on Halloween. I'm not going to name names, but we went to a party. I'm like, "This sucks. I would have rather just sat home and drank." But I mean, it's not even that. I think that you need the invite to make the week to look up to something. Otherwise, you're just sitting there. Me and Mandy talked about this. It's fun to get invited to stuff, but you're like, 
I want to know I got invited. I don't. I'd rather. I'd rather get. Uh, I'd rather be able to turn it down. But Christmas is different, though. I mean, any holiday for that matter. But after Christmas, I mean, let's be honest. I, we're we're kind of trying to not. I'm we're already looking past this. Like I'm trying to get ready for New Year right now. I think that's a good thing. It is not. This is the itchiest goddamn beard I've ever put on in my life. Um, I don't know. I want to fucking. I want it to be New Year's already. Although we have. We have a lot planned. I don't know. I was trying to think of what we're going to do. We were supposed to do a show. That kind of fell through. So maybe I should just look forward to Christmas. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. But this is what it feels like to be a a mall Santa. You're just like, so are you looking forward to New Year's or how's that going out for you? But um, we're at 34 minutes, by the way. Yeah, I didn't know that. Um, anyways, guys, I think uh, I think that does it for the Christmas episode. I feel like I'm getting a skin condition with this beard. Uh, but I really appreciate you guys watching, listening. Feel free to throw a comment. Uh, I'm excited to be back. I mean, this was uh, I wanted to get this one in the books before the end of the year, and I did, and I'm proud of myself. So uh, thanks for watching. And as they say... Merry Christmas Goodbye